In today's world, the word own has a negative connotation. It's become such a dirty word that chances are when you saw the title of this episode, you felt a minor shockwave of distrust towards me. The first thing you thought was, maybe she has crossed over to the dark side. Ownership is associated with possession, but the problem with this is that possession has a light side and a dark side. And the dark side of possession is not actually inherent to the actual concept of ownership or possession. It's an additive that is created by the limitation of human consciousness. To possess something is to have that thing in that it belongs to you. It is actually the positive side of possession. It is an inclusion-based concept. To love something is to take it as a part of yourself. This means it automatically belongs with and to you, and so you have it. Where possession goes dark is that the negative side of possession is the meaning that once you have something, you have complete and total control over it. But what if I told you this actually has nothing to do with possession in and of itself? It's that mankind's limited consciousness equates something belonging with you and to you and having it as automatically meaning you can completely control it. In other words, unawakened men simply decided at the mercy of their own fears and therefore impulse towards power that to have something meant to control it completely. But this is in fact the opposite of true ownership. If you have a negative association with the concept of ownership, it's because you yourself experienced the shadow aspect of possession, which means you weren't actually owned. Somebody treated you as an object in their reality. You were not a part of them, and so you were powerless, and your best interests were never seen or cared for. You have never experienced true ownership. To truly own something is to see that thing as a part of yourself. Now, if something's a part of you, you can't hurt it without hurting yourself. You can't usurp its free will without hurting yourself. And so the well-being and the best interests of that thing is of the utmost concern with genuine ownership. When we don't own people as part of ourselves, we feel no responsibility to them. We take ourselves to be totally separate from each other. We think of them as other. We are, in fact, more at risk of playing a zero-sum game where we are looking to win and for them to lose. We become self-centered and are only in relationships as a transaction or a means to an end. We are not in relationships for connection itself, where to have that connection we must see, feel, hear, and understand the other person. To explain this dynamic further, I'm going to highlight an aspect of our society where throwing out the concept of ownership has done extreme amounts of damage to the relationship between two people, men and women. For thousands of years, women were seen as property, just like a man owning land. And as such, that man had ownership over the woman. But most men did not take women as part of themselves in this ownership. They did not consider the best interests of their wives or daughters, or even sons for that matter. They just took possession to mean they get to control them however they want. They were totally in the form of shadow possession. But when the feminist movement came through and demolished the idea that a woman is the property of a man, men were forced to relinquish possession of women. Now this is the thing. When men relinquished ownership over the women, they didn't just relinquish the shadow side of ownership. They also relinquished the light side of ownership. It was almost like they said, okay, well, I won't own you as property then, but I sure as hell am not going to own you in any other way either. Relationships between men and women have suffered immensely. Women really enjoyed that sense of containment and that sense of protection that comes with the genuine ownership of divine masculine. No, they didn't like being controlled. 
but they enjoyed being owned. Now, what do we see as one of the top complaints in couples therapy now? Is women saying that the men in their lives take no responsibility for them or their children whatsoever? Many women feel their men don't take direct responsibility for her well-being. The man is hands-off. Now, to many women, it feels like either being in a relationship alone or like the man's another child or like she's being exploited by him. It feels like instead of really owning her and the family as his own and therefore providing containment and taking care of them through his own volition, he lets her do it all and simply participates to the degree that he is either nagged to do it or if he can get something from her, like sex. You may hear women complaining a lot about where have all the cowboys gone or loving Jane Austen films. What they are actually looking for is this quality in the masculine. If you are interested in trying to understand the energy of true ownership, I suggest you watch a movie titled Rob Roy, in which the main character, Rob Roy, portrays masculine ownership, whereas the villain in the movie, Archibald Cunningham, portrays the exact opposite, non-ownership. Watch this movie with the idea of ownership of others specifically in mind. But keep in mind that at this time period, people did not understand the idea of ownership of all things, including one's enemies, as part of themselves. This is a graduated conscious understanding. No one can tell you the negative side of no ownership quite like orphans, illegitimate children, the black sheep of the family, kids who suffer from emotional neglect. When children are in any one of these positions, no one owns them so as to become genuinely invested in their well-being. No one takes them as part of themselves, and so they feel they do not belong. They feel pushed away. They are starved of so many emotional needs. Things like love, understanding, belonging, containment, emotional intimacy, and protection. Regardless of what the physical dimension may look like, the truth is they are exposed and alone and must fend for themselves. Even if they're around people, and even if they have caretakers, those caretakers do not provide genuine security. They simply make sure the kid does not physically die. To be genuinely owned by someone or something is the genuine desire of anyone who grew up under these conditions. So much so that many people who find themselves in these scenarios, especially in childhood, find themselves dreaming of even the dark side of ownership. Couldn't I just be owned by somebody who's so incredibly identified with me that are almost controlling? Because that is even better than no ownership. To be truly owned is also the desire of people who experience the exact opposite kind of trauma. This kind of a kid grew up in a household where the child didn't even get to have an individuality. They were so controlled, they weren't allowed to have their own feelings, their own thoughts, their own needs. You often hear this being referred to as enmeshment trauma. Now somebody who had enmeshment trauma recoils at the concept of being owned because they think they've actually been owned. They haven't. All they have experienced is the shadow side of possession. They fight to have a sense of self and autonomy. What they desperately crave is to be able to have their own personal thoughts, needs, wants, preferences, and feelings, but also be able to belong with someone and be close to someone and have them. They desperately crave for their selfhood to be acknowledged and their unique best interest to be considered. This is only possible with true ownership, where you cannot take someone as part of yourself and therefore belonging to you without genuinely considering them and capitalizing on their best interests. In true ownership, it can only ever be a win-win. When we were not owned, or when we were shadow-owned, meaning the negative side of possessed, <laughs> what we do is we don't own people in relationships. Either we obsess over controlling them completely, which is to not own their best interests as ourselves, or we leave them in a state of complete and constant anxiety. Because we see them as so separate from us, we never create containment for them. We're never fully committed to them. 
We treat them as other than us. If you look at the most extreme forms of pain on our planet, you can trace it back to a lack of ownership. We refuse to own something we don't want to have be part of ourselves. So what does our life look like today? We refuse to own homeless people, so they die every day on the street. We refuse to own prisoners, so we punish them and lock them away. We shadow own our children, so we treat them as if they're dolls instead of people. We shadow own little girls and sell them in the sex trade. We refuse to own people of other colors, social classes, genders, cultures, and religions as part of our collective humanity, and so we feel no responsibility toward their well-being and, in fact, go to war against them. We sure as hell don't own any other species other than ourselves. And we refuse to own the part of us that we don't want to have be part of us, so we remain internally fragmented, which makes internal peace impossible. A sense of ownership is what causes us to take genuine care of the things that we believe that we own, because they matter to us. The best interest of that thing is indivisible from the best interest of ourselves. This is why so often people take so much better care of the things they own than rent. Because we are so committed to it, we become committed to finding a win-win scenario. And this is the basis for trust in all our relationships. A sense of ownership is a divine responsibility. And so it is with this in mind that I tell you the time has come for us to separate the shadow form of possession from the light form of possession and start to really own each other. The utopia that we have all been dreaming of for thousands of years on this planet will not come about unless we are willing to take all things, human and otherwise, as part of ourselves. Never forget that to truly integrate something is to own it, and to truly love something is to own it. So I ask you to own people. Have a good week.